podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello everyone and welcome to Club Reaction here on Club at 22, the Rangers podcast as Rangers go 2-0, get beat 2-0 by Liverpool at Anfield. Yeah, feeling a wee bit flat. I am your host Scott Carney and joining me tonight is Ryan. Ryan, how are you man? Hi, pretty much the same mate, quite flat. I think it's always the same after Rangers get beat but I don't know, it was a strange game. A strange game because obviously we'll get into it, but if you'd said before the game 2-0, you'd maybe have been thinking, right, I'll maybe take that. But after that game, you're kind of like, well, we'll get into it anyway. Yeah, I, I said to you just before we started recording there, mate, I don't think, I'm certainly not at full meltdown stage and I'm, I'm also not in denial that the fact that there's things to kind of pick apart as well at the same time. Um, before we even get into it, the golfing class is gigantic, man. I mean, it's it's probably one of the biggest that I've ever seen. Genuinely one of the biggest I've ever seen. But yeah, there's just a few things tonight that left me a wee bit head-scratching, I think, head-scratching. Um, tonight, mate, the team was McGregor, Tavernier, Lundstrom, Goldson, Davis, Kent, Morelos, Davies, Barisic, King and Tillman. Um, I kind of got it to be honest mate I was like okay fair enough I'm going to play a back three I think it's a massive shout to play King genuinely um, I, I want an experience for him and what a, a real boost that will be for him to get the nod in this game um, apart from that mate I wasn't too shocked at what I seen No we kind of thought he'd maybe do the, the Lundstrom the Lundstrom thing where he dropped Lundstrom in during in and out of the game when needed that's what I'd have preferred because I thought we set up to not play into their hands, but we set up too much thinking about them. And I've watched Liverpool a few times this season and just the position we are in, in terms of the group, we had to get something tonight. And I just thought we'd, we'd maybe set up a wee bit more positive than that. You could tell straight away, Rangers were just looking to play the long balls. So... I'll be honest. I was a wee bit disappointed with the three the three centre halves playing. I thought that was ultra defensive. But listen, when you see the other side and you see it's Nunes and Salah and Diaz, then yes, you probably have got an excuse to play a bit more ultra defensive than you would. But I don't know, mate. The start lineup for me could have been a. I would have tweaked one or two things, maybe. Yeah, possibly. Yeah. Um yeah, I get where you're coming from. I, I generally do. Uh, Liverpool made a wee bit of a tweak to the formation as well when they were all ultimately playing up kind of a diamond front four, if you like, with with all of them just doing pretty much anything that they wanted to do. <laughs> ultimately they were they were their movement is really something else. But in the game it's actual self, mate, and we did it looked like a kind of a five four one and yeah, pretty much immediately, mate. I, I I was in the same lines of, and again, I, I'm going to caveat all this by saying that I understand we're playing Liverpool, but what we were trying to do, I couldn't see it 
I, I couldn't understand. Okay, if you're going to go with a certain lineup, I get that, but we had generally had no presence at all uh, on the whole park. There was nobody at all that was really the kind of focal point, maybe not the focal point, but willing to do something, really something, um, control the ball, get a bit of composure within the team. And it was all just a bit frantic, mate. Um, Davies, in my opinion, um, makes a stupid tackle um, with the way he lunges in like that. Gives them an opportunity in the perfect um, in the perfect place, mate. And Trent Alexander puts it away. It's a quality free kick, mate. Um, I might get slated for this. Where McGregor is when he's standing for that ball, he, sh- he should be getting across there quicker. Again, I understand the age of Alan McGregor, and it is a fantastic finish. But he was he was very close to getting there, um, especially where he was lining up for the shot. Am I being harsh there? Am I looking for things to pick at? Aye, you know what I'm going to say. Um, <laughs> I, I just don't. I don't see that. I see it was just. Forgive my language, but a bit of a thunder bastard, if I'm being honest. It was a <laughs> fantastic free kick for yes. me. Top bag, when you see the free kick from behind Trent Alexander-Arnold, you see how well he's got the ball up and over the wall. Yeah. It's hit at some pace. I get McGregor can maybe have a step to his right, possibly. When you see the slow motion, when it is Sky gives these, these goals in the short, just that point, half or whatever it is, slower. It always crucifies keepers. That's I don't true. think there's a keeper in the world. I don't think there's a keeper in the world getting to it, mate. I've got to be honest. It was a hard one to take because, I mean, did they deserve it? I don't know. They were playing a lot better than us, and their press was very good. Their movement off the ball when they had the ball was really good. But to go one down so early with a free kick like that was was a sore one to take. But yeah, it was it was getting desperate with Rangers. There were a few kind of flying at the tackles and. Yeah, hard one to take to, to start the game off in their own foot. I probably am being overly harsh. I am, but again, this is pretty much just after full time, so it's one of these things. It is a quality free kick. It is. I just, I'm just thinking, come on, you're you're Alan McGregor. <laughs> you're meant to save them. Catch it, catch it. <laughs> what are you doing? I <laughs> like that kind of thing. Yeah, but I've really after that, mate. We had nothing. Um, the, the whole of the first half, Rangers had very very little. We couldn't compare get any sort of composure. Liverpool were pretty much running anywhere they wanted to. Uh, we were really struggling to deal with our movement. I thought Steve Davis was lost for about the first 20, 25 minutes or so of that match. Same as James Tavernier. I don't think he knew what, what he was doing. Morelos wasn't having any success in trying to do his game. Kent showed wee flashes. Um, he did. Um, Tillman was a was an empty shot, mate. <sighs> I'm struggling with him just now. I'm struggling with yeah, him. I, I just, I think I text on the group chat. I, I text in the group chat and that. I feel as if he looks as if he cannot be bothered, like even, I don't know that, maybe it's just his persona and the, the way he carries himself, but we've said before, like, I mean, you're playing for a Scottish team in Scotland, you will not get away with that. No. You might get away with it in European football, I don't know, but he's got such this, like, he just looks really, really lazy. And that's, I think what you were seeing is the perfect mismatch in terms of what Liverpool were doing. High energy, high pressing, quick, fast on the ball, fast off the ball. We're the complete opposite of that. We're the complete opposite of that. We do not press. We do not move the ball quickly. We don't, we are, we don't have a lot of pace. 
and I think you were seeing the mismatch when uh, during that period, and I don't understand the Tillman thing just now. I don't. I know he's a kind of is he a target? I don't think he's a target man. I don't know. I don't know what he is at the moment. I don't know if he's this player you're looking to to break the lines. I just don't see where he plays at the moment. And I found him a strange one to be in there tonight because I've not seen him from him for a while. Um, probably since before Parkhead, if I'm honest with you. But yeah, there was a couple of players struggling, and I think you've seen the golfing class at that time. You've seen where we like Tavernier was great in Europe for us last year. And we like to think Tavernier's at this level, and we like to think Stephen Davis at this level, and several other players. I don't, I don't want to go through them and slate them individually. That's not right. But you see the golfing class. You see that All they right. cannot play at that level, in my opinion. They are not at that level. But at the same time, I don't think they were set up right. For some reason, we weren't we weren't holding on to the ball. We were, again, didn't look as if we had a game plan. When we had the ball, we were so poor. And I think the commentators were, I think the commentators were kind of embarrassed for us at times, the way we kept giving the ball away. You could hear McManaman saying, and I never give Steve McManaman credit, he was saying, why do Rangers just not hold on to the ball for a minute, try and get a feel for the ball and settle, settle into the game? And... Yes, it was very frustrating to watch during that period. Yeah, I actually muttered the words to uh, my message, mate. I'm not going to lie. I said, these commentators are kind of taking pity on us here. Aye. At one point, he made a comment about Barisic making a run that he didn't get anywhere near the end of the ball, and I was going, <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> like, <laughs> why are you Aye. saying these things? Good, uh, good effort, I, son. Good effort. Yeah, good. Uh, aye, well done. Well done. Yes, keep going. Um, uh, aye. I mean... I'm saying, mate, I just, I don't understand what the game plan was. Was it survival? Was it try and catch them on a break? And if it was, why was Tillman playing? Like, generally, I thought we would be more, Kent and Morelos would be a lot closer together. And I thought Tillman would be kind of really quite close behind them. It win any sort of loose ball in the middle and then give Tillman the chance to either play Morelos or Kent or something along the lines of that. But I, I think... Maybe, maybe, I mean, maybe Tillman wasn't helped for the fact that Davis had, I say, the first half of the the first half of the first half was missing, and I thought John Lundstrom was one of the poorest games I've I've seen Lundstrom play in a long time. I don't think he was good at all. The only thing we can give credit to in that first half, mate, is Al McGregor. Um, just save after save after save. I mean, I know Liverpool. They weren't even at their best tonight, Liverpool. I, I think there's there's more in that team. There's no doubt about it. And their finishing wasn't quite as as lethal as as kind of as kind of pinpoint accurate accurate as you, you're kind of used to seeing with Liverpool. And Alan McGregor did what he had to do. Don't get me wrong. And a couple of the saves are truly spectacular. Really, really good saves. Um, but at the end of the half, mate, all I was thinking. I mean, it's only one now, and they haven't scored from open play. But as a Rangers fan, mate, and even sitting here at full time, I shouldn't be sitting thinking that that's a positive thing, that, OK, they've not scored from open play. I mean, the game plan, I, probably, I'd say it's a whole podcast itself, mate, but it just it baffles me. It does. And especially coming out in the second half, making no changes. Yeah, it was frustrating, and, and we'll get we'll get criticised in the comments about, about how negative we are here, and people say, oh get a bit of perspective, we're playing Liverpool, the perspective is there, right? The perspective mm-hmm. is there because, yes, we are playing Liverpool, they are a class above us, there's no one no going to deny that. However, on the ball, Rangers were very, very poor, their possession was very poor, and 
I always say when you play these European teams, even at Ibrox, I'm very accepting of teams like this are going to have a lot of the ball and a lot more than us probably. But it was just a lot. I keep going back to game plan because I still don't understand what we were doing. There's always there's obviously going to be a defensive game plan. There's going to be an offensive game plan as well. You have to have some sort of idea of what you're going to do when you get the ball. And I don't see what they were doing. I don't know if it was work the ball to to Davies or, or Goldson and look for that long ball. But as you said, when Morelos was getting anywhere near the ball, there was nobody winning the second ball from him. For the very little balls he did win, there was nobody winning the second balls. There was nobody near him. Kent wasn't near him. Tillman wasn't near him. Our defence was basically sitting with... Uh, our midfield was basically sitting with the defence. So I didn't see it. And I, again... I've praised them for this before and I've not seen it this season. I didn't see Gio change it during the game. No. It just looked as if we were... Uh, I just didn't see any of the game plan changing at all. It was very, very frustrating. It doesn't matter if you're playing Real Madrid or a Liverpool or whoever. When you've got the ball, you still expect to hopefully create a chance. You, hope, you need to try and make something happen and be braver on the ball. I thought it was so negative. So negative on the ball and wasteful as well. It didn't change. It did not change. I think their pace and what Liverpool are as a team had us spooked a wee bit. I'm not going to lie. There was a few times like it was we we cleared the ball out for a corner when we maybe really wouldn't usually do something like that. There was time to 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 maybe take it, maybe not play a pass, but at least put it up the other end of the pitch and not give them a chance from a corner. However, I do think we did not bad from corners tonight. I actually think we were pretty good at it, but. Yeah, there was just no. Even when we Morelos was winning the ball, and I say he wasn't. Morelos definitely didn't have his best game. The way that Liverpool were tweaked to have, um, I think Thiago and um, Henderson sitting in front of the back their back line. As soon as the ball went up the pitch, when Morelos was in the air jumping for that ball, by the time he came down, there was three Liverpool players running. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. the, and we we weren't reacting to that. Gio wasn't reacting to that. And I saying Tillman just. It didn't look interested at all. I don't know what it is. I don't know whether he thinks it isn't going to work out from here, etc. All these things. But for me, I, it was just an empty shot there the whole time he was on the park. Into the into the second half, mate. Um, I'd say we made didn't make any r- real change at all. We tried to push a wee bit further up, but we didn't really get much success in it. And then a a moment that I uh I feel really sorry for for Leon King, mate. I'm not going to lie. Um, it's just one of those one of those things, and I actually think when you see the slow mo back, it's actually Lundstrom that makes the first yeah. contact with him on his ankle as he's going down, and King's kind of. I think King was still going to make the foul. Don't get me wrong, uh, but I just felt really sorry for him. Uh, and Salah steps up and makes it two 0 mate, and the game is absolutely over at that point. Um, my biggest, as I say, the, the the players that I will give pass marks to tonight, I will give it to King because I thought. For a for an eighteen year old jumping into a game like that, you have to you have to give the guy credit. I thought he was solid enough. He definitely handled his own. I thought Goldson was decent. I thought Dave V's was decent. And else after that, I'm I am struggling. Obviously, Alan McGregor kind of speaks for himself. But and after that, I, I am I am struggling. Um, but even at this point, mate, we're two 0 down, and we still didn't change anything. At some point, mate, you have to try and attack. <laughs> Aye. You've got to change. You've got to change the way you're playing, and it was every single time we got the ball, you were just waiting and was giving it away. And the distribution of the ball was very, very poor tonight. Very poor, and 
it's that negative way. They just don't. There's quite a few players who don't look interested. There's one man you, I don't know if you gave him pass marks there, but you mentioned him at the beginning of the pod. And again, I'm not seeing it with Kent just now. I'm not seeing it in this. Mm. This contract thing keeps it keeps coming in my head. I keep thinking to myself, do you know what? You don't want to play here. You don't want to be here. It looks as if you don't want to be here as well. And there's players at the moment. I would say there's two players on that pitch, and I don't want to call them out individually, but there's two players on that pitch for me who got a game tonight based on reputation. And there was a very big player that was sitting on the bench tonight who, for me, should have started. And I think Gio got it wrong in terms of that. I think if you see the substitutions that come on, they did, they did make a positive impact. We had a we had a wee joke about it in the group chat and said, here we go, maybe a couple of banter subs or give us a laugh, just try to raise the mood between each other. <laughs> and they actually did well. We created chances when they come on. And we've had a joke about, I know we'll move on to the subs, but we had a joke about Matondo and he did, he did things. He did things, he made <laughs> things happen. And, and it sounds funny, but he did and... I think there just needs to be more from these players because they are so negative on the ball this season and this is not just in the Champions League. And I, I know Liverpool are class and they're brilliant at pressing and you've got to be more positive. You've got to believe in it. They look as if they're, they're, they're lacking in self-confidence and that needs to change. He needs to change the personnel if that's going to continue. I, 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 I think a lot of it has to do with the way that they're going to set up. If you're going to set up it's a maybe not negative, maybe that's the wrong word, but to try and conserve them and, and but you are welcoming them Liverpool onto you. It must be hard for players to 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 do that, especially we've got very attacking fullbacks. I know Barisic isn't your favourite man, mate, but him and Tav are both attacking fullbacks. They like to get up and down. When you're setting up as a five, they know that they're going to need to support the back line. This is the way that we, we're choosing to play. We're not, we were never going to have the lion's share of possession, mate. It wasn't going to happen. But to, to, to line up like that and then continuously go on with it when it wasn't working, I mean, even after they scored, it was a good maybe about 10, 15 minutes or so until we actually made the change. And you're like, why? What are we waiting for? I just didn't get it. At that point, mate, it doesn't matter if you get beat. Well, maybe he's thinking about goal difference based on the way the, the other game um, in the group went tonight. For those of you who don't know, Napoli pumped Ajax 6-1. Um, but we'll come to that at the end, mate. Uh, but I, I don't... I, I just felt like, well, you might as well take a risk now. There's no need to not to it. I actually thought Ryan Kent wasn't that bad, mate. Honestly, I, I don't. Maybe, maybe Tillman's performance might shadow that for me, mate, because honestly, he was like a the sorest of thumbs I've ever seen. He just stuck out for me. He just, everything that he'd done, even when he was trying to win like a 50-50 shoulder barge, he was getting demolished. And I'm just like, you, and even when he was coming off me, I just thought you've got it written over your face that you just are not really that interested in this just now. Uh, and maybe I'm looking for a whipping boy because we've just been beat. I don't know. Maybe in time, um, my, my perspective will change, but I just thought nothing he done was good enough. Uh, the changes were, um, Jack and Sakala came on for Davis and Tillman. Um, again, Davis was it took him it took him a long time to get into the game, and he certainly didn't have his best. Um, but I thought when they came on, Fashion Sakala done more than the, his first touch. Literally, his first touch of the ball did more than what Tillman had done. And again, mate, maybe this is the old <laughs> the old Rangers um, fan mentality that you're trying to look for something, you're trying to look for something to, 
I'm, I'm going to kind of hang my hat on that and maybe we should give Sakala a run now in the team, etc. We all know what fashion Sakala is, mate. So, But there's no denying, mate, he made an impact um, when he came on. And I even thought, generally, I know Ryan Jack played a lot of negative passes tonight. He did go backwards, but he was, he was further up the pitch than any of our midfielders had been for the whole match. Aye, I thought Jack didn't done well when he came on. Yeah, I really do. I thought he, tied, he tidied up a few a few loose balls quite well, and I thought Sakala was positive. I think you and I sat that Queen of the South game, and we basically buried, we buried him. We buried Sakala, and I'm not saying he's resurrecting his career or anything like that. What he does do is gives you a completely different option because he will run with the ball now. If you don't want to play someone who runs with the ball because the risk is you'll lose the ball, that game for 70 minutes, that's all we did was lose the ball with those, with those long passes and that that tactic of Alfie might hold it up and then if he does hold it up, maybe we'll get a midfield close to him and he'll be able to lay it off and we'll move up the pitch. It was not working for all that time. So Sakala did more for me than... And this this is a more a go at Van Bronckhorst. He did more than, than Alfie did and, and, and Kent than any of them really offensively for us because he went and had a go and I think they were a wee bit shocked because I don't think they were ready for someone running at them because of how we were playing. They were probably so switched off at the back and we've seen that defence this season. They've seen that they can be got at. So, yeah, he was really positive coming on and as I said, Jack, for me, he, he played well when he came on as well. So there were positive subs too late. Too late, yeah, because we we just made the whole match far too easy up to that point for Liverpool. It was one of the easiest Champions League games Liverpool are ever going to have, let's be yeah. honest. And everybody was saying it. Um, and I, just before um, I come on and done a wee half time, five minutes on here, and then I went back downstairs and I just heard, caught the end of Rio, um, Rio Ferdinand just saying, Rangers have made this rather easy for Liverpool and it's a good game for Liverpool to try and build up their confidence. And I'm going, God, man, that sh- this just shouldn't be the case. We should at least be trying to give them a battle and we didn't. We just kind of... We, we just didn't. The, 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 game, the game plan was never to go into a battle, um, I don't think, and it's probably not Gio's style. Uh, I know, look, everybody, I, I know we're going to get people saying we're being too negative. I get that. I get who we're playing. I understand who we're playing. I do understand that. But there's nothing wrong with giving things a wee bit of a go from time to time, considering the state that we're in in this group. That's um, all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. I totally agree with you. I completely agree with you. And I think, again, I don't know if I've maybe bumped my head because I can't believe I've done this twice in the one night, but I agreed with McManaman, I think it was. It said <laughs> Rangers need to turn... Was it? I think it was McManaman. Rangers need to turn this into a cup tie. They need to get into the game and... and Change it, turn KT, it into a battle. Was it? Was it Thompson? So I think he was right. I think Thompson. Was, so I'm glad it was McMahon. So that wasn't twice in the one night. <laughs> um, but I think that was a great comment because that's what Rangers had to do. And to do that, you've got to change your style because this, the, our game plan. I keep referring to it was not working, and we had nothing to lose tonight. Nothing because we were we were going in the third defeat. We were two 0 down. So. Go for it, see what happens for 15, 20 minutes, change the tactic, change it about, and it just it came too late. And well, you've seen what happened when we did change it. Yeah, so we brought on uh, Trolak, mate, from Morelos, and we brought on um, Matondo and Kamara um, for Kent and Davies. Um, but even at that point, mate, generally before we come to the kind of impact they had, 
I thought, okay, brilliant, right? Taking taking a defender off, putting a midfielder on. Okay, we're going to go to a three here. Well, brilliant. Let's at least try and score a goal. Just try, try, try and score a goal. That would be nice. And then Lundstrom's playing at the right at the back of a three, and I'm going. I, I get I, again. I get that we're playing Liverpool, and you can see obviously when we pushed up the pitch, you can see that they've got pace because they they're. At that point, all they do is get the ball to Salah and let Salah just run them up the park. And he does it, and he does it he does it in every single Premier League match that you watch. Salah will do that. Um, but I still felt, why are we not now going into a three? Why are we not testing? Liverpool had made a number of changes as well. And Matondo made arguably the best move of the game um, when he goes round the right round the right back. I think they'd made the change. I think it was Gomez who went round at the time because mm-hmm. I think Alexander-Arnold had come off. And he's unlucky here. And if that yeah. Liverpool defender's not there, mate, Sakala's got to happen. Aye, and I'm tattooing Waka Waka on my leg. Um, <laughs> it's, listen, Matondo, we, I think we said it last night or whenever we did the pod, it was, um, I think we all said I'd like to see Matondo on the left-hand side. And I'm going to say right now, I don't want to see Ryan Kent on Saturday, mate. I'm, I'm in a disagreement with you that I thought Kent didn't show enough again today and he's not shown enough. He's... He is one of the players, I said I wouldn't name him, but he is one of the players that's getting a game off his reputation at the moment. And he doesn't do enough. He doesn't for me, and another one I'll get slated for, but I I, I want to see Matondo get a chance on that left-hand side because for, he doesn't look as effective on the right. But there, that, like tonight, I know it was only 10 minutes or whatever it was, or 15 minutes against Liverpool, but he was positive and it'll do his confidence a lot of good because he should have scored. Very unlucky not to score or assist for Sakala. Um, but yeah, I thought he was positive and you can tell he's very natural at cutting in, probably the way Kent does but I'd play him I'd, I'd give him a, I'm not saying a run again, but just start him, see how he gets on that left hand side because if he plays well it's a no-brainer for me to just stick with him because Kent's not doing it just now Yeah, I I will agree mate, I think you, we might as well try him on the left Um we might as well. I don't see what what damage it can do. Um, big call for the gaffer tonight, mate. Not to play Trolak from the start, um, which is typical as us as a podcast that I finally decide. Oh, I'm going to pick Trolak. Trolak will play over Morelos, and he doesn't play. <sighs> Probably the wrong decision, mate. Uh, we gave him the kiss of death, didn't we? When we picked Trolak in our team, I we don't did. think we'll be get. I don't think we'll be getting an interview with him uh, very soon. He'll be absolutely <laughs> hating us for that. <laughs> Uh, listen, mates. I said to my dad, I'd like I totally get I get the sides for Morelos. I get people's points saying he does the hold up play, and I get it. Cholak, for me, Cholak showed me everything since he came here. I know he's not as physical as Morelos, but I seen Morelos get pushed off the ball. I don't know how many times from Matip tonight. Like, yes, Morelos is physical, but back pocket material. He was his back pocket material. I don't know if that's because he's not good enough or because his service wasn't good enough or he's not as physical as we think. I don't know what it was, but he wasn't effective. And Cholak is a striker on form, mate. He's a striker on form who gets chances and his link-up play for me has been good and better, probably underrated because people say he's just a finisher. He's a a striker on form, mate. You don't drop strikers on form. That's the way I see it. He's, He's working for us just now. And he's straight back in the team Saturday for me, straight back in because he is a goal scoring striker. And like I say, you don't drop a striker like that. And 
I thought he did well when he came on as well. Very unlucky not to score. Yeah. Uh, he should have shot right at the end there first time just yeah. Don't take, yeah. Don't, just, that's, just don't take a touch there you don't have the time to do that but uh, that's just a one one moment that he had he should have just had the shot at that point but yeah I mean we did kind of try to start to go for it with like 10 minutes to go but then at other points I was seeing like McGregor looking like he was kind of wasting time with the ball at a goal kick and I'm going what, what, are, we, what are we doing like are we trying to get a goal are we not I was just it's all it's all going to come back to this, mate. Is we're all still struggling with the identity of this team. Aye, and I'm going. To, I'll probably get it in the comments, but I'm going to have a go at Van Bronck because I am. I'm not seeing the identity of the team, and I'm not. I just. I I don't like how defensive we are, mate. I don't like it. I don't think we're good enough. I get this Dutch football. This people were putting clips on a couple of weeks ago. I think it was. I suppose it this week after the Hearts game. I can't remember. That was a. I think it was the Dutch national team and they were just playing this possession football from the back and it was like, I don't know, 30 passes and scored a lovely goal. That's great. When you have the players, that's great. When you have a midfield who can do that and take it off the defenders and link wee balls into the channels, that's great. We don't. We don't have those players. And I don't I don't see the identity just now. It worries me because we'll have many more games like that this, this, this season. We've got to play that lot another three times and I just don't see what we're doing just now. This is, it sounds harsh because we've won 4 0 at the weekend and we were very good and we've given them the credit for that. But there's still a concern there, mate. I think you'd be blind not to see that. I just don't see what we're doing just now. You look at that, we shouldn't look at that mob, but I'm looking at that mob across there and I see their identity domestically. I know what they're doing. They're trying to kill games off early doors and I see them in Europe having a go at Real Madrid or whoever they're playing. They've got an identity both. Domestically and European, and I just don't see what we are trying to do yet. Hopefully, it changes. I think, yeah, I think ultimately, mate, as well, we said that if we thought that every player that played tonight had left everything out there and we get beat, then we'd be able to sit and accept it. But we didn't see that. That's the thing. Um, we didn't see that. And I know it's hard, and I know we're playing Liverpool. I get that. But I don't think every single player was on their game. I don't think every player really gave their all. Uh, and at the end of the day, you're, you're going to get you're going to get what you deserve, I would think, at that point, and especially with the the lack of taking a risk, just the lack of taking a risk. Look, they didn't score from open play, mate. As I say, that's the that's the positive you can take from tonight, but it's not really one that's going to comfort me uh, in any way, any way at all. Um, we, we have to really have to do more. Uh, Champions League football is now over for us. Not I don't mean over in the sense of there's no point in playing anymore. We're not getting through. And I think that's quite clear. I think even the most optimistic person will know that we're not getting through this group. But the other result, mate, does leave the does leave an opportunity for us to finish third. The Napoli absolutely demolishing um Ajax made six one when I seen that. I was like, what? <laughs> uh, yeah, so I mean there is still a chance, mate. I mean, it's an outside chance, and we are we are probably going to need to get something next week against Liverpool at Ibrooks. so let's hope the team give us something to make Ibrooks that special place I think it's got to be I think it's got to be one of those games they go for it Carney like I always say you got to watch when you're playing against class teams because they'll they'll pick you off if you if you attack too much but I think we've got to get in their faces next week I think that their defence is there to be got at they are class they are better than us but we've got to treat it as one of those games because they'll feel they've done the job and they'll know that they could have scored if they had turned up tonight, which I don't think they did. I think they'd 
quite a few more gears, Liverpool. Yeah. That they could have scored a lot more against us because we were so poor on the ball. Um, we weren't really threatening them much. If we can change our style and do something a bit different next week, then, yeah, there's no reason why we can't make a game of it. But that remains to be seen. That remains to be seen with bipolar Rangers. You don't know what you're going to get with them. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I... There are some positives to take from tonight. It's not all doom and gloom. I just, it's just this the constant theme this season. We are at the fourth of October, where we're still not seeing what we're what we're doing and not seeing what our game plan is yet. And um, I hope it I hope it ends soon because we need to see something from this Rangers team soon. I think to to have hope that we can not just progress in Europe but also progress domestically. Yeah, the golf, the golf in class coming up to the Champions League is, is clear to be, is clear to see. Um, and Liverpool are a, a, a fantastic team, generally a, a tremendous team. But I, I and I do still think that we've maybe got off lightly a wee bit with the scoreline. Uh, I think that only really tells half the story of how that game went. Uh, but yeah, you you just you just never know with this Rangers team. Maybe we'll get a a performance. Maybe Ibrox will. Um, Ibrox will work its magic again next week. We'll have to hope so if we hope to get European football after the World Cup. Uh, man of the match tonight for you, mate? It was Alan McGregor, definitely because he saves. I thought, I do want to say, I thought Conor Goldson had a brilliant game tonight. I think he's been not great this season. I thought Conor Goldson was really good tonight. I thought he put in a lot of good tackles. Um, but Alan McGregor's save for the one where Salah checks inside. Is, I think it's in the first half, is very yeah. underrated, by the way, because he knows Salah is brilliant at doing that ball where he just quops it off the deck and gets the bounce just before the, the keeper. I don't know how many times I've seen him score one like that, and McGregor knows he's going for that shot to bounce over him, and he comes out a bit. It's a very, very good save and very underrated. So, yeah, Alan McGregor, our number one, gets man a match for me, mate. He was brilliant tonight. Yeah. No, no doubt, and it's Alan McGregor man of the match tonight, mate. Absolutely no doubt at all. Same for me, and I will give us just a special shout to Leon King as well. A very solid debut in the Champions League. Did himself no harm at all. So yeah, um, maybe not a bigger, a, a big, a bigger scoreline as some might have expected, but still some questions to be to be to be asked. At that that's for sure in Europe because it's hard to see. What a what a game plan is um, at times, um, Ryan. Thank you very much for tonight, mate. Uh, and uh, I don't know when the last time I'll speak to you because um, I'm not on. Both of us aren't on, mate. On Friday. No, mate. We're down south for work, so it's going to be the B team that's going to be on. And when I say B team, I said no, Charlie McCann and Alex Lowry. By the way, <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. It'll be another another week. I'll probably a week and maybe Tuesday. Maybe speak to you Tuesday, but. Um, Aye, it's funny when I heard the commentator say Rangers play against St Mirren on Saturday and uh, Liverpool play Arsenal, that just tells you the golfing class. Um, <laughs> for me, our game, our bigger game has always been St Mirren and people will laugh at that, but yeah. it is. It definitely is. Uh, so yes, as I said, I won't be here on Friday, neither will Ryan. We'll leave you in the very capable hands of uh, Scotia and Ali. So good luck with that one. Tune in Friday. We're back for a preview pod of the St. Mun game. Uh, give them hell, chat. Give them hell. So yeah, um, thank you for tuning in to us tonight. Please do like the video. Please do subscribe to the YouTube channel. And I'll speak to you all probably on Saturday uh, after the game um, against St. Murren. We are Club at 22, the Rangers podcast. Cheers, everybody. 
Social Podcast Network.